Welcome to my homestead, y'all. I'm your host, Jenny Veliki, also known as the Funky Farm Girl. I'm working to create a home with a little farm, a little faith, a lot of food, and a bit of funky. I'm learning all about growing and preserving our food supply, raising chickens and children, and becoming more self-sufficient while leaning hard on Jesus. And I want to take you along for the ride. So grab yourself a cup of something wonderful, and let's visit a while. Hey y'all, this is Jenny Veliki and you're listening to another episode of the Funky Farm Girl. This is episode 59, Pull Those Weeds. I'm so glad to be back with you guys again this week after taking last week off. Uh, we had a great, great time celebrating um, Gracie's graduation a couple weeks ago and just have recovered from that now and we're just full on into the summer harvest season and gardening and all those things so let's jump in first with what's happening on the homestead and then we'll get into episode 59 pull those weeds so what's happening on the homestead this week well first of all as a birthday present to me exactly on the day that of my birthday the zinnias began to bloom and it could not have been a more perfect gift um, they look gorgeous i'm so excited it's the first of many flowers that will be blooming all over the garden um, so i'm really excited to see those and you can go to instagram to follow along to see how things are growing in our garden this year and to see pictures of all the beautiful flowers that are coming up also it's pickle season y'all i'm finally getting cucumbers and i'm beginning to pick them and and got all my supplies together and i plan to start pickling this week so um, be sure to follow along for that as well so this week I want to talk to you about pulling those weeds and I want to do this episode a little differently than how I've done episodes in the past. Obviously I want to teach you, I want to share with you the, the little bit that I have learned along the way so that we can learn from each other but on the same token I don't want to leave our our conversation in the garden this week I really want to bring that home and make it something that we can apply to our personal lives as well as to our garden and so this week we're going to do that with weeds I want to talk about how to minimize them because we can't just say how to prevent them because there's they're going to happen there's there's no way around that but how can we minimize them and then when we have them how do we deal with them and then how do we apply that to our own lives what does it look like to pull weeds in our life so let's start out first with defining what we're talking about what are weeds weeds are things that grow in your garden or in your yard that you didn't cultivate 
And what is cultivating? Cultivating is nurturing and encouraging something to grow. So weeds are going to be anything that you're not nurturing and cultivating and encouraging to grow. So there can be some positive weeds, things like volunteers. Um, My poo pumpkin patch right now is full of tomatoes and corn and morning glory that I didn't plant. Technically, they're weeds because they're things that I didn't cultivate. They're not things that I encouraged and nurtured to grow. Um, They came up all by themselves. Now I'm cultivating them. Now I'm encouraging them to grow and I'm going to allow them to stay. Um, But when they first came up, they were not cultivated. Um, Another thing that can come in is something like crepe myrtle. And even the morning glory that I have, both of those are invasive things. So they're not things that you plant. They're things that invade and they come in and they take over. Um, mint could even be considered a weed in certain areas because it just invades and it creeps all over and gets into everything. So with mint, you have to pull it out and get, get rid of it to keep it from spreading. Um, our, we cut down our crepe myrtle tree last year and I literally have a three foot tall bush growing out of the stump that we cut down and not only that I have seedlings that pop up all over my deck bed from that crepe myrtle those are definitely weeds to me and so that's something that I need to deal with and take care of you can also have positive weeds in terms of the benefit that they bring something like clover Um, We have kept clover out of our front yard except for one little patch, but the backyard is just full of clover and that's a weed that we've allowed to be there because it's beneficial. It brings in pollinators and it's balancing out the nutrients in our soil. It's bringing in something that our soil needs and so we allow it to stay. That is not a weed that I want to fight. There are some negative kinds of weeds, particularly when you're talking about in your garden. Um, Grass can definitely be a weed in your garden. We have Johnson grass that will just creep its way over the top of whatever it is that we've planted. And, you know, they have the long snaky vines that go and they set down roots all along that path and you just have to go through and pull up the entire thing um, so that's definitely a negative weed um, pokeweed we have lots of um, dandelion the dandelion is again it's like the clover it's there for a reason and it's adding something back into your sh- into your soil but most of us will say that we do not want it in our garden particularly we have um, one specific kind that has the spiked leaves and stem and I definitely don't want that in my garden and so those are the types of weeds and things that we're thinking of and and talking about the less desirable things the things that we don't want in our garden the things that we didn't plant and we didn't cultivate and we we don't welcome them there so How do we minimize those things? 
The biggest thing that we can do to minimize weeds is to provide a ground cover. We can do that in a lot of different ways. One, you can plant a cover crop. Um, and sometimes that cover crop is clover. Um, you can do that, especially in the winter. You can plant ryegrass and daikon radish, and those things will hold the soil in place, keep weeds from taking over, and they'll also aerate the soil with those daikon radishes growing down into the dirt. Um, and then they, they die during the coldest periods of the winter and they decompose and leave those aerated places in the in the ground so that can be one way um, another ground cover and my favorite if you'll go to episode um, 56 is wood chips and remember wood chips are different from mulch because wood chips are going to be chipped up wood from a tree okay a chipped up tree so it's going to have branches it's going to have bark it's going to have wood it's going to have leaves it's going to have all those things it may have pine cones those kinds of things and it's all shredded in together and makes a great pile of chips that's really really good for your garden and really really excellent at minimizing the amount of weeds that come in now if you can't get wood chips or you prefer not to get wood chips what else could you use as a ground cover well you can use mulch and like I said mulch is different than wood chips because wood chips is going to be the thing that has the living parts to it it's going to have the green aspect um, mulch is going to be more uniform sized pieces um, when you do wood chips you're going to have some pieces that are really big and some pieces that are really small and they're going to all decompose at different rates um, and that's going to be great for your garden when you have mulch it's all the same size and it's pretty uniform and so it's all going to decompose at the same rate um, so and there's also no green matter in that so basically what we what we need to remember is that bare ground isn't natural um, nature does not naturally create bare ground wherever there is bare ground nature's primary default is to fill it with something um, and whatever it is that is around is what's going to fill in that space if there's not something that we're putting there and cultivating so we can do the cover crops we can do mulch we can do wood chips another thing we can do is pine straw pine straw is really quick to put out it's really easy to spread it's light and fluffy um, it's super cheap um, but it also is going to break down faster and it will need to be replaced once to twice a year um, and it's going to also be acidic to your soil just because of the makeup of it um, so it's great for things like blueberries and azaleas and those kinds of things 
but probably not so great for a garden. Um, possibly a flower bed, but not in a garden. Another thing you can do, especially if you think ahead, is you can lay down cardboard. Cardboard can be laid on top of any kind of area that you need to keep free of weeds. And then on top of that cardboard, you can put mulch or compost or whatever on top of that and use that as a barrier between um, the weeds and the top of the ground. Because really what you want to do is to use that to keep the weeds from growing up through whatever it is that you've laid down as your barrier. Um, another barrier method that you can use is landscape cloth or landscape fabric um, or even black plastic. Any of those things are going to be used in pretty much the same way where you're using that to cover the ground and prevent the weed seeds from germinating, prevent weeds from sprouting up through there and um, growing in places that you don't want them to be. So we're going to do all these things and we're going to try to prevent as many weeds as possible. But even in doing all that, we're still going to have some weeds. We can cut down on the amount of them, but we're not going to be able to completely and totally prevent all of them. So what do we do when the weeds show up? The first thing we need to do is to give it consistent attention. We need to spend regular time removing weeds, staying on top of it, checking it all the time, or it's going to get out of control and it's going to get out of control quickly. I don't know about you, but we've had some crazy weather here where it'll be really, really hot and dry for several days. And then all of a sudden we'll get rain dumped on us for two days in a row, just gobs of rain. And when we have that rain, everything in the garden grows super fast and super, I mean, it just explodes and your weeds are going to do that too. So you need to stay on top of the weeds. You need to be out there consistently looking for weeds and pulling weeds. Um, every time I go out to the garden, I spend 10 to 15 minutes just pulling weeds in a little area. Um, and as I'm consistently doing that, several areas are getting worked over um, at least once a week. And I'm keeping an eye on where the worst places are and, and focusing my attention on that. But just being super consistent about staying on top of it because if you neglect it or you ignore it it'll get out of control fast and that is not going to be good for your plants because it will overpower the things you are trying to cultivate and grow so number one consistent attention number two use the right tools if you're using the wrong tools for the job you're not going to get the results that you want um and having the right tools can make all the difference when it comes to being able to do the job well and being able to do the job easier, quicker, and more efficiently. So, if you are using the wrong tools, you're not going to be able to get the weeds out as well. And so then they're going to come back quicker 
and they're going to spread faster. So what we want to do is use the right tools. And I want to share two of my favorite tools with you. I will put links to them both in the show notes. Um, the first one is my Hori Hori knife. This is what looks like a gigantic knife, um, but really is only sharp on one side, which is like a serrated type blade. It's great for cutting through roots or um, small branches and things like that. It's great for dividing um, a big clump of, of plant with the roots that you want to divide so that you can plant it and spread it out some more. Um, it's got, the other side is a dull blade, but it's good for digging into the ground. It's got a, a ruler on it that measures the depth that you've gone down with that. And it's got a really good sturdy handle. It's really great for digging out, particularly things like dandelion roots and things like that. I can go all the way around it with that hori hori knife and then just pop it out and pull up the whole weed root and all. Um, so that hori hori knife is a great, great tool for me, especially when I have to get down in there and and really be detailed with it with something like a dandelion. Now, my other tool is called a hula hoe or a Dutch hoe. And it's basically, mine is a smaller handheld one, but there are also larger, long-handled ones um, that are about the same size as a regular hoe or rake. But the head on the end of it is a sort of a bell-shaped loop and it wobbles on the end of the stick so that as you're going back and forth across the the ground with it it's going to rock back and forth and the blade on either side of it is going to go up underneath your root of your weeds and pull that out and cultivate the ground up underneath it so it's going to aerate and cultivate your soil while also loosening up all of those roots from the weeds so that you can just go down there and grab them up with your hand and take them out. It makes a huge difference. It makes weeding go so much faster and be done so much more efficiently. So the Hori Hori knife and the Hula Ho will both be in the show notes if you would like to check those out. I also use my hands. It's okay to get in there with your fingers and get your hands dirty. Um, I love to have dirt under my nails this time of year. I want to have hands that look like I work as hard as I do outside. Um, to me, they're a badge of honor. Um, I want to be able to get the weeds out and I want to be able to do it well and I just have a better feel when I'm using my hands. Um, a lot of people will use gloves. And if that works for you, great. Do that. Especially if I have the prickly dandelion root. Then I definitely want to use gloves for that. So I don't hurt myself. But other than that, I tend to get in there with my bare hands. The hori hori knife and the hula ho. So that's our right tools. And then we need to talk about... Number three, get to the root. Like I said, with the dandelion, you need to dig all the way around it and pull out that large tap root that's underneath. 
we can't just cut the cut it off across the top with the mower or the weed eater or things like that we've got to pull out everything including all of the roots so once we do that that ensures that that weed is gone and out of there will something else be in its place well we can minimize that by making sure that we are keeping the ground cover on there and we're keeping on top of little things that may begin to sprout up again but it's greatly going to increase our chances of keeping that ground clear of unwanted things if we pull it out by the root so how do we take all that and apply it to our everyday life okay let's rewind the tape and start at the beginning first of all we we defined what weeds were in our garden well what are weeds in our life weeds in our life are going to be bad habits attitudes and sin that pops up it's things that we need to get rid of things that are invasive and aren't what we're trying to cultivate these are the negative things about your character or your personality or your thought life so number two how do we minimize that well we need a covering we need a barrier um there's a parable in the bible that where jesus um, has cast out demons from a man who has seven demons and it says that when he casts out those seven demons that those seven demons will go and run all over the place and the house the body will be swept clean and free but then those seven demons will come back with seven more Um, and if we have an empty house just like the empty bare ground then it's going to be filled with something and so we want to make sure that we're filling it with the right things and we want to make sure that we're not leaving bare empty places for things to come in and fill it up and so we need a covering we need a barrier Um, we need something that everything is filtered through and it may be your worldview it may be your belief system your set of morals and ethics for me it's the word of god it not only helps me cultivate what's good it also helps me identify the weeds and then tells me how to deal with them and so when i have that filter in place when i have that covering then as i'm weeding out these unwanted things I'm less likely to have new bad things crop up in their place. So, we figured out what the weeds are in our life. And we figured out how to minimize them by covering ourselves with a barrier, a filter, the Word of God. So, how do we deal with them when they come up? Because, I don't know about you, but... I read my Bible quite often every day and yet I still have weeds that will pop up so what do I do 
the same three things that we talked about before. Number one, we have to give them consistent attention. We need to be evaluating ourselves. We need to be paying attention to our thoughts and our habits and our moods and our attitudes. We need to be asking others to help us look for weeds in our own life. Because um, the Bible says that the heart is deceitful above all things. We are not as self-aware as we think we are. And so sometimes we need other people to point out to us the weeds that we have growing. Then when we find the weeds, number two, we got to use the right tools. And there are three key tools that we need to use. One is the Word of God. That's our barrier. That's our filter. That's our, our manual that really tells us what those weeds are and how to deal with them. Number two, wise counsel. We need to be um, seeking the advice of other people who are using the same kind of covering and filter that we are. Um, People who are, um, for me, people who are knowledgeable um, about the Word of God are going to be the kind of people that I'm going to ask for counsel when it comes to dealing with the weeds in my own life. And number three, prayer. Sometimes what we really need is for the Lord to specifically reveal to us how to deal with a particular weed. And so in those instances, if we just pray and ask for his help, it's something that he is more than eager to give us. So God's word, wise counsel, and prayer. And then number three, we have to get to the root. It's not enough to just get rid of a bad habit or a behavior. Like I said, that empty house illustration. Um, You can come back with two things that are just as bad. Um, You might quit smoking but take up eating chips and ice cream. And so now you have two bad habits instead of one bad habit and you've gained some weight. Um, So you really need to not just remove a bad habit but one, you need to find out why you do it. What Get to the root of that. Where does it come from? What is the trigger for that? What are you responding to? What is it trying, what need is it trying to feed in you that, that makes that weed sprout up like that in your own life? And then replace it with something good. Um, Maybe you decide if you're quitting smoking, instead of deciding that you're going to eat chips and ice cream, maybe instead you decide to go for a walk when you have the urge to smoke. Um, It can be as simple as that, but realizing that the trigger is that you need something to do. Maybe you need something to do with your hands, and so you decide to do jigsaw puzzles or something like that. Um trying to keep my illustrations just as simple and and small as I can Um, but this can really apply in just so many different ways and so my heart this week has been focused on the weeds and I really really wanted to share that with you Um, I know it's a bit of a departure from the way I've been doing um, a lot of these episodes but I really hope that this spoke to you today and I would love to hear your feedback so you can email me at jenny at the funky farm girl dot com 
That's Jenny, J-E-N-N-Y, at thefunkyfarmgirl.com with your feedback, your comments, your questions. Um, And then I want to um, do anything I can to help you with the weeds in your garden or the weeds in your heart. If you have any questions about what we talked about today, please feel free to email me. And now for our final little segment, we're going to do our book of the week. Um, This week we are talking about Herbal Houseplants by Susan Betts. This is um, going to help you learn what to grow and how to cultivate it to grow well indoors. This is especially wonderful for people who do not have the yard to be able to grow things outside. Maybe you live in an apartment or a dorm or maybe you live in a little townhouse. Any of those kinds of situations. This is specifically about growing beautiful herbs indoors. So um, she's got tips on propagation and preserving herbs. She's got tips on how to use the herbs once you've grown them. And she really, really breaks it down um, even further than just saying oregano, but like telling you the types of oregano and what they're good for and um, the best way to use them. And so I highly recommend this book. It's beautiful. It's useful. Um, and it's just a cute little book. Um, look for my full review of it on IGTV over on Instagram on Friday morning. Um, I'm going to be doing my weekly book reviews on Fridays. So be sure to check that out. Next week, we will be talking about essential oils on the homestead. So I hope you join me next week. And until then, keep up with your weeds, y'all. Thanks for stopping by, y'all. If you're inspired by what you've heard today, the best compliment you can give me is to share the Funky Farm Girl with your friends. You can stay connected by following the Funky Farm Girl on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Until we meet again next week, remember to bloom where you're planted.